0: David Clark, the People's Sheriff. Okay, we've talked on this program time and time again about the state of the GOP-led Congress. And I've talked incessantly about how you can't even tell which party is in power in the Congress by the behavior of the Republicans. It is one of the things that I have pinpointed that has led to the rise of Donald Trump. Many of you in this listening audience have had it. You're done being led around by the nose, by the establishment. Who is the establishment? The donor class, the political elites, the media elites. And you're not going back, and I don't blame you. And you've voiced that displeasure over the last six months with the RNC, the GOP, and the presidential primary by coming out in record numbers to support Donald J. Trump to be the Republican nominee for the next president of the United States. The political elites, the donor elites, the media elites are disconnected from the voter base. They're disconnected from the people they need. And I mean, it's a total disconnection. It's not a miscommunication. It's not a misunderstanding. It is a total disconnect. And so you, again, in record numbers, said this is going to be our nominee. And of course, the political elites, the donor elites, the donor class, the media elites continue continue to want to wipe you aside. And they're still sniping at Donald Trump's heels. He's still fighting that battle as he goes into the Republican convention in Cleveland in a a couple weeks, next week, week after. And it's just, you know, it's amazing. To me, I find it amazing that they still don't get it. And that they're still fighting to hang on to the status quo. That's what they're trying to protect. The status quo. They're willing to subject this country, this great country, to four years of Mrs. Bill Clinton to protect Their status quo. This is staggering. To me it is. They are looking at it that personally. They are saying basically we can live with her to maintain our status quo within this party. But we will not allow this party to be blown up by some outsider going into November and ruining our our empire that we've built. It's a disaster by the way. It was a disaster long before that. That's where I'm going with this. So you did what you were supposed to do. You gave them money. This is going into 2014 midterm elections. I mean, I could take you back further than that, but I don't think we have to go over that ground again here. You went out And you voted for all of these Republican candidates and you gave them the Senate. What was the Senate or what was the congressional, uh, the, the, the Republican class in Washington saying, well, we need control of the Senate. We only have the House. We don't have the White House. We have the House of Representatives. If you give us the Senate, if you give us control of the Senate, we will stop the Obama agenda. And we gave it to them. Did they live up to their word? No, they did not. And I mean in in, in ways that just were unbelievable. Some of the spending bills. Some of the things that we sent them to Washington to do and to stop and to, to promote. And they did very little. So you've heard me on this program talk about how you can't tell the difference between Democrats and Republicans In Washington, D.C., you can at the state level. There's very little difference. Why? Because that's the ruling class. They may have a different letter after their name, and I'm not talking about all of them, but I'm talking about most. Because if I started naming names as to who I think have been reliable, I probably wouldn't use all my fingers up on both hands, in the Senate anyway. The other ones would just go along. So I come across this story, the Daily Signal. It's from July 5th. Rachel Bovard. It's titled, Confused Who Has the Majority in Congress? You're Not Alone. It says, in 2014, Republicans won won a majority in, in the Senate. However, if you've been watching the Senate lately, you'd be... Forgiven for wondering who is actually in charge. Democrats demand and receive amendment votes while Republican amendments are stifled. Appropriations bills, ostensibly written by Republicans, come to the floor lacking any GOP priorities while conservative efforts to amend the bill are set up to fail. Even more troubling are the policies coming out of the Republican-led Senate. Appropriations bills are passed, but at higher spending levels than even President Barack Obama requested. Just this week, the Senate vote, voted to bail out the U.S. territory of Puerto Rico without considering any of the economic reforms supported by conservatives. Things really took a turn last week, however, when the Senate Appropriations Committee advanced its 2017 foreign aid bill. In a sign the principles were about to be shelved, all 16 Republicans and 14 Democrats on the committee unanimously supported an amendment by Senator Jeff Merkley, Democrat of Oregon, to provide $500 million to the U.N.-sponsored Green Climate Fund, the principal funding mechanism for Obama's International Climate Change Treaty. For the record, this is the same treaty that the Obama administration imposed upon taxpayers without the advice and consent of the Senate, and the same funding mechanism that GOP senators previously swore up and down they would fight tooth and nail to oppose. But the committee action got even worse with the passage of an amendment offered by Senator Gene Shahan, Democrat of New Hampshire, to add $37.5 million to the United Nations Population Fund, which provides services for international family planning and reproductive health. That is, taxpayer-funded abortion per- portions performed overseas. In a Republican-controlled committee, this amendment supporting abortion passed 17 to 13, thanks to the votes of Senator Susan Collins, Republican Maine, Lisa Murkowski, Republican Alaska, and Mark Kirk, Republican of Illinois. Most disturbing, however, was that the entire bill bill containing language to fund abortion and to fund the president's climate change treaty passed the committee 30 to 0 some will argue that this is just a committee process and the real consideration of the bill will be on the Senate floor when all senators will have the opportunity to weigh in. Perhaps only if Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, Republican of Kentucky, allows senators to participate in an open process, which he has lately been loath to do. If and when this bill hits the floor, we should expect that Republicans would stand up for what they said they believe in and vote to strike provisions of this bill that violate their principles. Here we go again, principled conservatives. Back to the story here. Republicans may be in charge of the Senate and Democrats may be in the minority, but it is getting increasingly difficult to tell the difference. Bingo. Nothing has changed, ladies and gentlemen. Nothing will change, ladies and gentlemen. Donald Trump must become president of the United States to break up the Washington cartel. This is David Clark, the People's Sheriff, on the Blaze Radio Network.